No, to me it looks like a nothing burger. No, no, seriously, it there is you need a lot of imagination <laughs> and a strong bias against Trump. The indictment of Donald Trump. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about in this edition of the Brian Sussman Show. Hi, everybody. This is episode 195, and thanks for joining me. I've read the indictment. In fact, I've placed a link to the indictment at briansussman.com so you can read it for yourself. This is a 49-page federal indictment charging Donald Trump with 37 felony counts, including violating the Federal Espionage Act and other federal statutes that allegedly say that he conspired to obstruct justice and that he allegedly made false statements and that he concealed documents purposely. So again, the indictment is all up at briansussman.com. You can read it for yourself. And I think when you do read it, you're going to come away saying, really, this is it? I mean, everything in it is a stretch. Now, I'll, I'll read a key portion, uh, a key, a key por- uh, supposedly the damning portion of this indictment. I'll read that a little bit later. But let me parse through this as I like to do. And again, thank you for joining me. So you have expert opinions from all sides. People are trying to scrutinize this indictment. And this, of course, is against former President Donald Trump. The question is, how strong is the case? Because at the end of the day, uh, they're making this out to be the kind of thing that Donald Trump could go to prison for for the rest of his life and then some. But the indictment is weak. You'll read it for yourself and you'll see it. And again, I'll read a key portion in just a bit. In fact, I'm, I'm reading a comment here from Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz is the law professor who's oftentimes on Fox News. He's a, you know, old school Democrat. He says, if this indictment is as weak as it appears to be, it may be the most dangerous indictment in political history. Again, because you read this thing and, and I, I think even people on the left would have to say, hmm, that's it? Trump's allies in Congress have panned the charges as being politically motivated, meant to hamstring his chances as Republican frontrunner in this race for the White House. And of course, that's what this is all about. They so fear Donald Trump getting another four years to undo everything Joe Biden has done. That's what they fear. That is what they fear. They're, they're hoping that Biden can win. They're hoping that Biden will then step down. This is my opinion, but not just my opinion. I've read this commentary for many on the left. And then they're hoping that Kamala steps forward and becomes president. You know, Joe's gone. He has to step down. Kamala steps up. And then after that, guess what? She'll get a couple more terms. That's what they're hoping for. They want to stretch this thing out. They want to destroy this country as we know it. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, that is all foolishness to them. And they want to change it. They've been on a mission to do so for decades now. Quite frankly, they've been very, very successful. That's why they fear Donald Trump. And of course, I'm looking at a couple of other people who are, are hoping that Donald Trump goes down in flames. One is Mike Pence. He's now candidate for president, to which I say, really? Give me a break. Then Asa Hutchison is another one. 
Asa Hutchison, total never-Trumper. And uh, at the end of the day, Mike Pence proved to be a never-Trumper. Really? But I continue. Trump stands accused of illegally hoarding. Uh, these are actually the terms in the, in, the, uh, in the indictment. Hoarding classified documents at his Florida estate, Mar-a-Lago. And then lying and scheming to thwart government efforts to get them back. That's what they're saying happened. <laughs> you know, it's amazing because one of the uh, one of the key points in this indictment is that the ballroom at Mar-a-Lago. And apparently, when these these documents were brought to the White House or to Mar-a-Lago after Trump left the White House. There were dozens and dozens of these boxes, and the first place they put them was on the stage in the ballroom at Mar-a-Lago. And there's, there's a photograph of that. And the photograph, this is in the indictment, and the photograph is meant to convey, look, Donald Trump actually put these documents on the stage at Mar-a-Lago where thousands of people come for big affairs. He put them on the stage where anyone could get them. That's the implication. <laughs> that was just a arresting point before they were distributed and stored elsewhere. But that's how thin this indictment is when you look at it. Oh, yeah, there are other pictures of, uh, of boxes of documents in a bathroom somewhere. <laughs> you know... Donald Trump was so careless, he, he placed the documents in a bathroom where people could, you know, sit on the john and open up boxes and just pour through everything. Here's something you need to remember. That when, you know, these boxes were marked secret or top secret or highly confidential or classified. But at the end of the day, after the FBI raided and I'll talk more about the raid in just a moment. They, they only left with a few boxes, relatively speaking. But these photographs and this indictment make you believe that everything in there was so classified and Donald Trump had no right whatsoever to have any of this. But at the end of the day, this raid, by the way, which was very suspicious in and of itself, during the FBI raid, they took a couple dozen boxes out of about 100 altogether. But let me continue with my, my thoughts here. First of all, special counsel Jack Smith is the guy who's representing the Democrats. He brought the case. He made a brief public appearance on Friday from his Washington office. And in the appearance, he said this, Our laws that protect national defense information are critical to the safety and security of the United States, and they must be enforced. Violations of those laws put our country at risk. Pretty serious charges. Now, if you look at all of the indictments, Trump faces 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information under the Espionage Act. Each of the willful retention counts pertains to a specific classified document found at Mar-a-Lago, either marked secret or top secret. Now, these charges can carry prison sentences of up to 20 years each. 
So 31 counts, 20 years apiece. That's why I said he could spend the rest of his life in prison and then some. Judges, of course, have discretion in sentencing, especially with first-time offenders if convicted. Uh, they rarely get the maximum penalty for these types of things. And then, of course, there would be another major consideration in sentencing, the fact that Donald Trump is a former president of the United States of America, but the left doesn't care. They want to see this guy not just go to prison, they want to see him hanged. One of the more damning pieces of evidence, according to the indictment, I mean, this is something they're really hanging their hat on. And I read it. And again, you can see it over at briansussman.com. You'll read this and you'll think, really? That's, that's it? There's, there's a lot to be inferred with this. We don't have many details at all. I guess the details would come out in court. But this is an audio recording of a meeting in July 2021 between Donald Trump and a writer, uh, we don't know who he writes for, as well as a publisher, we don't know who the publisher is, and two members of Trump's staff. I'm not really even sure who made the recording. The indictment isn't all that clear. But at this meeting, and this, by the way, the meeting took place at a, a Trump golf club in New Jersey. Donald Trump allegedly shows them a described plan of attack against an undisclosed foreign country. I believe he actually mentions the name of the country, but it's been redacted for all practical purposes. So he's showing them this plan of attack. And the indictment states that Trump said the plan of attack had been prepared for him by the Department of Defense and a senior military official. And the meeting participants, of course, they lack security clearances. Trump allegedly tells them that the plan is highly confidential and secret. I mean, that's, that's in the indictment. You can read the transcript for yourself. And when you do, I think you're going to come away with the same impression I have. Donald Trump never actually sits down and has them read this, this plan. It seems as if it was as if he picked up this, this package of paper, you know, I don't know how many pages it was, and, and waves it before them and is saying, right here, in this. I don't believe anyone actually had a chance to read this plan. Certainly the transcript provided for in the indictment doesn't make it appear that way. So that's why there are so many things in this indictment that seem to be based on a stretch of the imagination. Now, there's another person that we need to bring in at this point because this person's also involved and could be in a lot of trouble for lying. Uh, that's a person's last name is Nauta. Weltine Nauta is a co-conspirator named with Donald Trump in this, uh, this indictment. Nauta is a Trump aide whom prosecutors said moved dozens of boxes, boxes at Mar-a-Lago at Trump's direction. And then they say Nauta allegedly lied to investigators about it. Well, he's been charged with conspiracy and other crimes as well. Listen, you never, ever, 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 ever want to lie to a federal investigator. You just don't want to do that. Now, maybe that really did happen. Maybe he was trying to protect his boss because he sensed a witch hut and he lied. I don't know. Or maybe he didn't lie at all. But Trump himself alleged on Truth Social that the prosecutor 
was trying to bribe and intimidate Nauda's lawyer into talking by even offering an important judgeship to the lawyer if Nauda would flip on the former president. So getting back to this audio recording where Trump allegedly shows the plan of attack, <laughs> it's, it's actually hilarious. To people without secure, security clearances, they're trying to paint a picture of Donald Trump just wildly flouting and flaunting classified documents very, very casually. The indictment says that Trump kept hundreds of classified documents in cardboard boxes at Mar-a-Lago. And the indictment says that Donald Trump showed a classified map at one point in time of a military operation in a foreign country to someone working for his political action committee who did not have a clearance. You can read that in the indictment as well. And again, you scratch your head saying, hmm, what did that aide actually see? But again, they make it sound as if he's, he's just showing all of these highly classified documents to everyone, almost giving them an opportunity to take photographs and steal and supply the information to the enemy. In fact, if you read the indictment, Trump warns the individual not to get close to this map. But again, the whole idea is he's being careless with this information. I want to go back to something I said earlier because I really, really don't think I, I made it specific enough for you. When the FBI raided Trump's residence, that was in August of 2022, as I told you, there were hundreds of, or certainly dozens of boxes, maybe, maybe over 100 altogether, when I looked at that stage at Mar-a-Lago in the ballroom. But prosecutors removed two dozen boxes altogether, two dozen. So they sorted through everything. Most of it was much about nothing, but they did take two boxes with them. Now, there are some abnormalities about this raid that I think we need to discuss. First of all, the FBI didn't first seek consent to effectuate the search. They never did. Also, the FBI refused to wait for Trump's attorney to be present before executing the search. Donald Trump wanted his attorney to be there. Donald Trump knew that the raid was going to be taking place. He wanted his attorney to be there. They did not allow that to happen. And the FBI did not assign a U.S. attorney office to the matter. Generally speaking, the Miami field office would take the lead on this, but they did not. So there are some curious things about this raid that I'm sure will be brought to attention in the court of law. Personally, I would say that this, is, this indictment is part of a broader conspiracy between law enforcement and Joe Biden to thwart Donald Trump's 2024 bid for the White House. Now, I'm obviously not the only one to think that. I'm looking at a tweet here from Ted Cruz. The weaponization of our Department of Justice against enemies of the Biden administration will do enormous damage to the rule of law and have a lasting impact. He's right. 
I also just have to bring this up. Some have questioned why. If the standard of justice is to apply to all, then why wasn't former presidential nominee Hillary Clinton facing charges for mishandling classified information? Remember the 30,000 emails that were deleted? Remember all of those phones that were crushed and smashed with a hammer? Nothing to see there. No reason to investigate. And then there's Joe Biden. Biden's not been charged with any crimes or his apparent mishandling of classified documents. And now that Joe Biden is president, uh, there's been, well, and he's been implicated in a $5 million bribery scheme. Where's the outrage? Where are the indictments? What's going to happen with that? Instead of going after that, they're going after Donald Trump because that's the guy the left fears. Now, I want to go to this uh, indictment. I'm at, what page am I on here, friends? I'm on page 34. And this is count 32, conspiracy to obstruct justice. This has as defendants Donald J. Trump and uh, Waltine Nada, that's the person that I was referring to earlier, that was the aide, Waltine Nata. They say that Trump and Nata did knowingly combine, conspire, confederate, and agree with each other and with others known and unknown to the grand jury to engage in misleading conduct toward another person and corruptly persuade another person to withhold a record, document, and other object from an official proceeding, and to corruptly conceal a record, document, and other object from an official proceeding. It goes on to say the purpose of the conspiracy was for Donald Trump to keep classified documents he had taken with him from the White House and to hide and conceal them from a federal grand jury. These are some big charges. And as you read the indictment, it doesn't seem as if there's anything there to support these charges. It goes on to explain the manner and means of the conspiracy. There's a lot of legalese and gobbledygook there, but allow me just to cut to the chase. They say that Donald Trump purposefully concealed documents from the FBI and from this grand jury. <laughs> you know, it's really interesting because when you read the indictment, it, it seems like it, it's anything but that. He wasn't trying to, he clearly was not trying to hide anything when it came to these documents other than find places to store them. Uh, and I really and truly don't believe that these documents, which they say were in bathrooms, were in bathrooms that people were known to be using. Uh, <laughs> you know, people just doing a weekend at Mar-a-Lago. Hey, there's a bathroom. Hey, look at all these boxes. Shoot, great reading material while I'm doing my big business. <laughs> but <laughs> if you, if you want to laugh, how about when Joe Biden was found with documents in his garage, the same garage where he stores his Corvette. <laughs> I mean, 
And then what's hilarious is the way Biden pushed back. He said, by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like these documents are sitting out on the street. <laughs> so the material was in a locked garage. <sighs> Listen, we just need to, we need to get serious here, folks, and realize what's on the table in 2024. Everything is going to be on the table. And between now and then, there are going to be fireworks. Donald Trump has thus far escaped every attempted stranglehold by the left. This is going to be a big one because right now they're putting all their marbles in this indictment basket. We will wait and we will see and some of us will even be praying. Thanks for listening, my friends. BrianSussman.com on Facebook, Brian Sussman Show, Daily Doses of Inspiration on Instagram, Brian Sussman Show. God bless you and until next time.